Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, October 15th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include the SEC and the Bitcoin bounce, record prices for metals, and the doctor will see you now at Walgreens. Those stories and more. But first, let's get caught up on markets. Wall Street looks ready to follow Thursday's strong session as stock futures indicate a higher open. We await results from Goldman Sachs, J.B. Hunt, and PNC Financial. Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures are higher by as much as four-tenths of a percent. So far, more than 80% of S&P 500 members have reported third-quarter results that have topped analyst estimates, pointing to third-quarter profit growth of 25%. Brent oil futures are higher, briefly hitting $85 a barrel. That's the highest level since October 2018, while in the U.S., West Texas Intermediate crude is up eight-tenths of a percent to over $82 a barrel. The 10-year Treasury yield is 1.55%. Gold futures are lower by nearly 1% at $1,783 an ounce. The stock's Europe 600 rose 3%, while London's FTSE 100 rose a tenth of a percent. In Asia, the Shanghai Composite closed higher by three-tenths of a percent, while in Japan, the Nikkei jumped nearly 2%. Bitcoin is up more than 3% to nearly $60,000. Now our top stories. The Securities and Exchange Commission is set to allow the first U.S. Bitcoin futures ETF to begin trading next week. The proposals by ProShares and Invesco are based on futures contracts rather than the cryptocurrency itself. The price of Bitcoin is nearing $60,000 to the highest level since April. ProShares, Valkyrie Investments, Invesco, and Vanek submitted proposals for exchange-traded funds relying on futures contracts in August. An approval could be a major step toward mainstream acceptance for Bitcoin. In separate news, Russian President Vladimir Putin acknowledged that the world of cryptocurrency, quote, has value, even if it's too early to know if it can replace the U.S. dollar in settling oil trades. Speaking to CNBC from Moscow's Russian Energy Week event, Putin said he believes it has value, adding that he doesn't believe it can be used to trade oil. Business leaders such as Morgan Stanley Chief Executive James Gorman have defended cryptocurrencies. During Morgan Stanley's earnings call, Gorman said he, quote, doesn't think it's going away. Morgan Stanley was the first bank to allow customers to access and trade crypto. It's now investing its own money in the speculative coin. Also moving higher are the prices for industrial metals. Prices surged to multi-year highs after smelters, facing soaring energy bills and pressure to cut their carbon emissions, curtailed production. Zinc for delivery in three months on the London Metal Exchange jumped nearly 4%. That's the highest level in more than three years. Aluminum prices touched their highest level since 2008, and copper futures rose in New York, bringing their advance for the week to above 8%, nearing an all-time high set earlier this year. And the doctor will see you now at Walgreens. Walgreens Boots Alliance said it would pay more than $5 billion to acquire a controlling stake in primary care network Village MD. Village MD operates more than 200 clinics with its own physicians and medical staff. The investment will enable Walgreens to open doctor's offices at its drugstore locations. 
Also Thursday, Walgreens said it would acquire a majority stake in CareCentrics. That's a Hartford, Connecticut-based home health benefits manager. Walgreens said it derives about 85% of its revenue from some 35 million customers who have chronic conditions such as diabetes or heart disease. In other news, the producer price index for final demand rose more than 8.5% in September from a year earlier. That was the largest 12-month advance since the series began in 2010. Vaccine experts advising the FDA voted to recommend authorization of a booster dose of Moderna's COVID-19 vaccine for adults 65 years and older and for adults under 65 who are at high risk. A federal grand jury in Texas indicted a former Boeing pilot alleging he deceived air safety regulators about a flight control system that was later blamed for sending two 737 MAX jets into fatal nosedives. Shares of Alcoa are higher by 4% in pre-market trading after the aluminum producer reported stronger-than-expected results. company also said it would pay its first dividend since 2016 and announced a half-billion-dollar share buyback program. More than 10,000 John Deere workers went on strike Thursday after rejecting a contract proposal from the company. The workers are represented by the United Auto Workers Union, and the strike affects members at 14 Deere facilities across the United States. United Airlines said it's planning a major transatlantic expansion next year. United plans to expand service next spring to large European cities, including Berlin and Rome, from some of its major U.S. hubs. It also plans to launch new flights that were delayed by the pandemic, including daily flights from San Francisco to Bangalore. Elon Musk said in a tweet Thursday that he was in talks with airlines about installing Starlink. That's a satellite-based broadband service owned by his rocket company, SpaceX. And Virgin Galactic holding stock is down more than 20% in pre-market trading after the company said it's pushing back the launch of full commercial service for private astronauts' trips to the end of next year as it works to improve its space vehicles. Taiwan Semiconductor plans to build a new chip manufacturing plant in Japan. The company said the new factory would focus on less advanced chips commonly used in automobiles and sensors. Japan's Sony, which supplies Apple iPhones with image sensors used in cameras, will take a share in the new plant. Passenger car registrations in the European Union declined more than 20% in September. Citigroup's profit rose nearly 50% in the third quarter. Same-store sales at Domino's Pizza's U.S. stores dropped 2% in the three months through early September. That's compared with the same period last year. It's the company's first U.S. same-store sales decline in more than a decade. And McDonald's announced it will test its meatless McPlant burger, created in partnership with Beyond Meat, at a handful of restaurants across the U.S. next month. It will be the first time the burger giant sells a plant-based meat imitator in the United States. Oat futures have climbed to all-time highs thanks to severe dry weather in North Dakota and the Canadian prairies. Oat futures are more than twice as expensive as they were this time last year. Chinese coal futures posted their biggest weekly rise on record. Thermal coal futures rose 8% on Friday, taking them up more than 30% during the past five trading sessions. That's the largest weekly gain since trading began. In separate news, factory gate prices in China rose at their fastest pace in more than a quarter of a century. And in Turkey, the Turkish lira hit a record low versus the U.S. dollar overnight as President Recep Erdogan 
ordered a new round of dismissals at the country's central bank. The currency has lost almost 20% of its value against the dollar so far this year. Turkey's annual inflation rose to 20% in September, and the lira has lost nearly 60% of its value against the dollar since the beginning of 2018. And a, a painting that British street artist Banksy purposely shredded during a previous auction sold on Thursday to an anonymous Asian collector for more than $25 million at Sotheby's in London. That sets a record for the artist at auction. Banksy first created the work in 2006, titling it Girl with Balloon. After the shredding, the artist renamed it Love is in the Bin. At 7 a.m., equity futures are higher. Dow, S&P, and NASDAQ futures show a gain of about four-tenths of a percent. Crude oil is higher by nearly 1% at $82 a barrel. Gold is slipping 1% at $1,783 an ounce. Bitcoin is gaining 3%. It trades at over $59,000. And the yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.55%. Coming up, we'll get September retail sales at 8.30 Eastern along with September import prices as well as the Empire State Index for October. At 10 a.m., the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Reading will be released. And get ready for next week with more earnings to come from companies such as Johnson & Johnson, Netflix, Tesla, Intel, and Chipotle Mexican Grill. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wall Street Breakfast. If you have comments, criticism, or suggestions to make the program more relevant, please do so below. Your feedback is greatly appreciated. Have a great weekend. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.